Well, I hope it's been a good week. Definitely heard from many of you about the feedback or with feedback on last week's conversation, going through the details and custom order conversations. So let's have another one. This week it's hot off the press. Let me go through the order form as we did last week and then we'll jump on the phone and chat to Nathan about what he's looking for. So his initial order, the the model or the board he was looking at was the radar and it it was it wasn't the wrong choice but let's read through and I'll go back into how I wrote back before we jump on the phone together. So the, the conditions he was he's going to use the board in is the Santa Barbara point breaks, Channel Island reef and point waves and expect to use this board on good days, the ones where it's head high plus, glassy or offshore, a special board for special conditions. What a treat get to build boards for those kinds of waves, huh? Are you regular footer goofy? He's a regular footer. His local spots, or county is Santa Barbara, most frequently surf Muscle Shoals, Ventura, County Beach Breaks, and various spots on the Channel Islands. High level of stoke and commitment. 10 years of surfing weekly, if not daily. Obsessive over weather and forecasts out of necessity. Safety of the goal of um, safety and the goal of scoring the best waves possible on any given day. What a commitment! I love that. Um, let's see, 160 pounds, um, 33 years of age with an 11 shoe, and he gives note here: a size 10 sandal with long toes, a narrow foot, and a mid arch. And he notes here his middle toes longer than the big one. Isn't that funny how you see that on people and it just shows that every one of our feet are so unique and so different. And not to be undermined, I mean it's the driving force in any good turn you've ever done, let alone any turn you've ever done, um, driving a board with your feet. Um, super inspired by your work, your creative mind and dedication to your craft and art, I'd be honored to own one of your boards, blah blah blah. A note on volume. I really love this. All my best surfing has been done on boards between 5.8 and 6.2 with volume between 32 to 33 and a half liters. Not super sticky attached to these numbers but thought I should state them. And it's so helpful to know what kind of volumes people feel comfortable on because once again we're referencing your sensations and your frustrations so if that's where you feel comfortable you know giving you those packed up into dimensions that actually work and you can depend on well that's good surfing um his question here comes will you be tuning this board to a certain frequency or resonance if so i'd love to know what it comes out to and it could it be etched into the board well to answer that question yes and then no so the goal is and this is with recent uh, intrigue from the recent surface journal call Surface Journal, Surface Journal article that um, featured some of those concepts that I've been working on, which was an honor to be part of. But what's happening is, you know, I feel like it's one area or part of a surfboard that's inherent. I mean, it's built within every board, but I feel like it's maybe overlooked at at best and uh, underappreciated at worst. So those boards we love, we'll can hear the magic in them you know you pick up a board that just sounds like a wave storm or dead you know once it gets older or something that's never worked to begin with you know those aren't the ones we love but the ones we love so often you can pick them up and they got a ping 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 home home like there's a resonance to them you can hear them you just 
just not even so much tapping the board, but before you tap it, you can tell. It's like walking through a guitar shop and you can just tap on each one of the on the on the, on the boxes and the prettiest wood is always the one that sound the best. So you got to be careful. And with surfboards, you know, colors and gloss finishes can be misleading, but they can also make or break something that was good to begin with toward the end of its construction process. So my goal is to chase the resonances that do feel good, that do sound good, and that we love um, on a path to try and control that resonance so that we can predict what a board will be. But right now it's at a stage where I'm metering them and so I can track how heavy the boards are at which stage in the process and then obviously when they're finished what frequency they land up at. So absolutely I'll be measuring this board and look forward to sharing that soon. So last week's board I was elated that I got it up to 187 hertz I think. Let me look at my notes here. And um, that was the highest I'd gotten a four deep channel bottom single wing asymmetrical beak nose five eight I believe it was two now that is a little bit of a shorter board but it wasn't overly narrow so there's a lot of material and a single stringer in that board but with the channel bottom the way I'm lambing them and pulling the cloth tight with the various weaves that was beyond expectation and the board did sound good, look pretty, and it's going to work well. I know it, so we'll wait for feedback on that project. But more than anything, the the resonance I was chasing was higher than I'd achieved. And so we made those notes and put them into the next board. So let's let's put it out there. Um, what, what do I think I can get this board to? Well, uh, let's see. Let's... I, th- I think at this length and width, probably, let's see if we can get close to 100 185, somewhere around there. That that would be tremendous. Looking at the notes, well, 33 liters, it's, it's fairly thick, but I feel like it's doable. So, you know, anything, anything in my opinion, past 170 even 155 or so starts to sound pretty magical so once you start getting up in that extra 20 30 percent it's pretty incredible so that's a lot to say his music he chose was the talking head stop making sense live album and i just listened to that and man what a musical mastery going on in that and let alone to know some of those songs but then hear them being played live with this that was fantastic his note here says it gets me as stoked today as the first day i listened to it quite like surfing grows and continues to give in different ways over time a work of true genius i love burns music because it imagine uh, he imagines it together with performance something three-dimensional to be experienced not simply heard i hope that resonates is his note so to read my response just to keep it on the up and up so that i can remember what i said but where we were at um so this is response to his initial order form Hi Nathan, thanks for your kind words and interest in my craft. I love that you take time to think of the details and consider the oftentimes overlooked elements at play. The radar is interesting and can certainly build you one. The board does not work if you don't diligently get your back foot onto the pad proper. 
or at least all the way back. The alternative options are not better or worse, they're just options. Perhaps less sensitive to your stance mechanics, getting that back foot back, perhaps more retro in their foil, but with the 33 liter range, it's a good fit. Yes, boards are metered and measured. I got this one pictured below just at 194 hertz at 2,432 grams finished. Um, and I sent him a picture of that board. Um, let's see. His reply. Stoked to hear back from you and excited to get this going. Well, your comments on the board choice certainly bring up a few questions rather than answers. Haha. <laughs> Based on the type of surfing I want to do, to order it as noted in the form, do you have any other suggestions? I definitely want to try something asymmetrical, as that was my primary reason for going outside of my norm ordering a custom from you. Please feel free to suggest one or two other models that might be worth looking at before making a final decision. The three-channel or good foot also had my attention. Fins, let's figure out the model, but likely request fins from you based on what you think will work best with the design you create. Uh, pad, yes. Shipping, blah, blah, blah. Let me know your thoughts and next steps. Feel free to give me a ring if you want to chat the board instead of typing. And that's epic. Nathan, epic. This is going to be lovely. Here are some visuals. This is my reply. It's not to cure conservative curiosity. Let's start that again. It's not to cure conservative curiosity. Rather for you to envision the project. Riding a section you dream to go. Let's chat next week. I have you in my notes. This board below is a high performance yet comfortable design. I'd, re I'd recommend this. Of course it's not online so you wouldn't have seen it but something I'm working on building a bunch lately. It's for good surfing and, and for a variety of energy when it comes to conditions. That's the board in question and we discussed this at length so stay tuned for that. The next is a retro inspired step up. It's kind of like a 1970s. It's the Boatman Money. And then the round nose that, um, not to be overlooked, but sits alongside other boards to round out a quiver. In other words, the round, the round nose good fit would be a great option, but, you know, that's maybe to add to a quiver instead of envisioning Nathan going out to surf good waves. Maybe he's taken a couple boards, but there'd probably be similar boards. In other words, depending on to answer a specific type of surfing for a specific type of wave, as opposed to a round nose good foot, you're imagining, yeah, when the waves get fun or lumpy, then you can kind of put the twin fin with the trailer in and surf mediocre conditions around town or go on it and off it from a short board. You know, it's it's a filling the quiver board. Well, a way to look at it. Of course, you could have fun if that was your only surfboard. This is perhaps the most conservative, all with um, conservative, albeit with all the many details. A solid board, a good barrel board, is way so long as you don't uh, go too long, and certainly not too wide. This was his last option, and that would be the retro-inspired Goodfoot with the four deep channel, single wing, and asymmetric details. So that's a lot of talking, but it's a precursor to the conversation that we had listened to that and we discussed all those boards that I quickly went over now but um, 
when you when you think about what you're wanting to do and then you think about where you're getting frustrated and what you're trying to do and what you don't want to do we've talked about this over and over but you put those things together and you know nathan nathan loves the sea but he's clearly a good surfer he's not out there trying to do things on the wrong equipment he's also not out there trying to do the wrong maneuvers at the wrong time now i'm reading into that but that's what these things are we're reading in between the lines on an order form we're listening to the emotion in the vocals and you know without getting to look at somebody and see them hold a board and or even paddle out and surf some waves you know these things need to be borrowed from the sensations and the expressions that we have in the conversations and the way they describe things in emails or um, the words they choose and then even the music now and the colors and those kinds of things so you know Nathan and I have a long discussion and my confidence in what I was thinking about building him which was started off on an intrigue from the radar and landed up on something that he hadn't seen and I wasn't trying to convince him of gave him some options but it's a performance board that's not overly wide and can be depended on for good surfing and fits in the wave the benefit of the asymmetry is that I can hold its length for way longer than pulling in an outline that's going out to a midship way beyond its width should be and then back into a pointy nose so there's a stability built in but a sensitivity from one rail to another now the difference being in if your rail that you're on is really far away from the other rail well, it's going to take incredible athleticism or speed or agility to get from one rail to another or bottom contour to promote that thing happening which then now you're bringing into how much feedback's coming out of the wave back through your feet towards you in other words feedback from the wave or from the board within to you so narrow boards are always going to let you surf more accurately but they can be difficult to ride We've answered this in staying parallel for a longer time and not pulling the nose in all the way to a point. So maybe bravely narrow, but the confidence then built in because the board stays parallel for long enough before it does turn into a corner with this asymmetrical change. So have a good week. Listen to this conversation. It certainly was a joy to talk to Nathan. And it's you never know who you're dealing with, which is absolutely the best part of surfing is who you get to paddle out with and who you get to chat with. And for me, getting to build boards for people is the biggest joy. But then their stories and the way they come to surfing and what they've done and read and brought and listened to, it's um, we're all in this together. So I hope this helps. Have a good week and um, we'll chat to you next week. Good. How are you doing, Nathan? Doing just fine. It's actually uh, on the way out for a little paddle. Hopefully catch a few little ripples out there for this evening. Oh, fantastic. Are you in Santa Barbara? I am, yeah. I'm heading out towards the university out the stands. I don't know if you've been there before, but I'm going to cruise out there and try to get a few waves and say hello to my buddies who live nearby. Fantastic. Well, this shouldn't take long, and thank you for taking the time to chat. Um, 
yeah it you know what the the best thing is to not go into any project guessing the details and there are thousands of if not millions in any board or design but half of them are really irrelevant if we nail down what you really don't want and then what you do and between those two things we can you know just avoid any confusion and, and nail it yeah, I appreciate all the thought that's gone into it, and I really appreciate you taking the time to give me a call for, for something like this. So, um, you know, I, I've never actually had, I've never ordered a custom board, so it's a bit of a, it feels like a bit of a luxury to be able to, to have a little bit more influence control over it. Um, you know, most of my knowledge about surfboard design comes from reading every surfer's journal cover to cover for the last 10 years and just, you know, gleaning as much as I can from that. But, you know, I've never personally put my hands on the tools or try to make a board myself, although I'm sure at some point I'll, I'll probably get there. Um, and, you know, in looking at the examples that you sent me um, and just looking at the other examples that you have on your side and how, you know, initially I can just read your description, see what you feel excited about, see how there are certain elements of it that play into my surfing more than others. And just what I'm, what I'm trying to do with the sport. And um, like I said, you know, I want to ride it on the good days. I want it, I want to ride it in the, in the good waves and the good days um, when you're, you know, fortunate enough that, most any board would feel good but it's about like how do you take it to the to the next level and just kind of get that that little x factor in there and having never ridden an asim i'm super intrigued by that after just seeming reading what you've done and how you've created a study around those and sort of like an evolution of, of control and, and the understanding that we obviously we're not we're not symmetrical, so why should we ride a board that's symmetrical? <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, looking at your first design that you sent over in the most recent email, that seems like maybe a great place to start with. And, um, yeah, I have I have mixed feelings about more rounded noses. Like, I've, I've had a couple boards with a more rounded nose, but... Um, I feel like it influences, it, it's something more mental, honestly, than anything, just looking at it when I'm on a wave and how it affects my mentality of what I think I can do and what I want to do on a wave with a rounded nose versus a, mm -hmm. a more narrow, pointier nose. And um, I wonder if there's something that you could do with like that first design, but maybe the nose is a little bit more pulled in maybe it's a little narrower i like the way you're thinking because it it's exactly where let's say well i gotta be careful let's just say current designs with round noses should have given you that nervousness why because well you know like riding a longer length with a rounder nose doesn't make sense because it's just more bored pulling in the nose because of your vision to have a more performance um, approach makes total sense but that's apples and oranges what if the round nose and you didn't have this information so you weren't missing it i'm just only giving it to you now 
what if we put a round nose on it because the board was narrow overall so the difference being instead of let's say 19 19 and a half inches with the round nose it's now 18 and an eighth with the round nose so yeah we pull a board in that's maybe 19 and a half inches wide in the nose so that at least it starts to fit in the wave but it's gone all the way out to a wide point and then back in whereas if you never go really far out to a wide point you don't have to come all the way back in I don't know if I'm describing that carefully enough no you're describing it well yeah and that that makes complete sense and it's just a way that I've never thought about <laughs> board design before and it's like why I'm I'm calling upon you because I trust your innovation and I want and I believe in what you're doing and so I want to to just kind of put that faith in you and that you'll know what I what you should make based on me having told you what I want what I want out of the board. Mm, I appreciate that I really do. Yeah, it's I mean your point of being nervous of the aesthetic of how it looks because of let's call that a crutch. Oh, I've got a rounder nose, it's more stable, whatever. But it, it is, at the end of the day, if you've put like that f dumbed down version on a overly wide boat to begin with, your surfing was never going to be accurate. And especially in critical waves when you're trying to, I feel like the biggest disservice a rounder nose does is push you out to the beach when you're trying to get tight into a curl. Mm -hmm. But it's less of an issue if we don't go wide overall. So... Yeah, I put that one in the notes because I was like, man, it, it would be worth discussing this board because it sounds like you are in tune with how to surf and also how you want to surf and you, you're, doing the, you're doing the work to go to extra length in terms of places to surf and figuring out how to ride equipment and that kind of stuff. So yeah, it's a, it's a, I wouldn't say it's a new design. It's a really old design that I've been enhancing, in other words, building a bunch and working with Asher King in particular, um, coaching and riding and getting feedback and working on my surfing on the boards. And at the end of the day, the most high performance board that you can ride is something that works for your ability, but is something that lets you go from one rail to another easily and lets you fit in the wave and gives you ample timing to do all those things. Cause then you're in control. But the biggest thing that you can't do is fitting fit the wrong size board into a wave, let alone steer it if it's too big or too small. So, like those were the those were the pain points around which we have been playing and metering, measuring, and proving ourselves right and wrong. So, yeah, that it kind of makes sense, and essentially, it's actually a really high performance board, except for because it's not wide overall those things happen but because it is it doesn't pull itself in all the way there's a stability that will give you a little more time so yeah that's that's kind of the breakdown of those those other boards i put in there um were more sort of one board options for people looking for this kind of thing the Boatman Money is essentially a 1970s single fin updated. In other words, there's tons of foam forward. The wide points are forward, and I've actually had really good success with that board, but it's um, it's more of a retro. My brother influence. would love that board. That would be his go-to. Yeah. I looked at that list, I was like, my, this is my brother's go-to right here. Yeah, that's but. not for everyone, but it certainly 
could fit any wave when like you're looking to answer it in one one package so that was the kind of the backup on that one yeah i appreciate the the thought process behind that when you um when you when you surf are you are you surfing like those waves on the islands and stuff are those deep water waves or the little slab waves or um there have you surfed out there before no no oh we'll have to get you to come up and uh take a little trip out there you are welcome anytime well thank you um so there's a variety of waves the winter time spot um there's two different a-frames that would be the most common spots that i would go to um they're they're not slab waves they one of them can barrel but it's not like a heavy barrel um but just like a, a really really perfect wave shape um mm-hmm. and so it's, it's nice to you know it's, it's really nice that they're both a-frames you know can go either direction and just an amazing thing to not have have many people around in that situation and um you know the days i'm surfing those it's like head higher or so or head and a half um and but yeah not like a scary wave really um but the right on one of those waves does get pretty hollow and then in the summer there's two spots that are more slabby that are deep water like or classic like reef waves that don't feel like you're in california when you're surfing them Mm. they feel they feel more like you're in you know western australia or or something um got that that deep water power i've i've been to um south africa twice really and i'm trying to remember there was a wave that i surfed that was out on the cape yes um there was a left and it in a bunch of kelp had a shitload of kelp (laughs) yeah the next thing out of my mouth yeah that's a shitload of kelp and there was a rock say it again well if yeah that sounds right to me and yeah there's a rock that it, it sucks you deeper into the takeoff zone instead of trying to push you out of it. And there's a rock like right where you have to take off and you can't see it until all of a sudden it's ledging and you're, and you're taking off and it's uh, right there. No, that's plot boom. You, you, you yes. park the car and then you, yes. you walk over the dunes and along the way a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really that fun way. It. Sla- like yeah, that sucks way. out and, and just throws itself and take off and then runs into the, the kelp channel and then shallows itself on that shallow shelf yeah that oh that's correct. fun yeah. you got to surf that <laughs> yeah it was, it was a fun thing to surf um my friend chappy adshade who he's uh, he's over there in cape town i don't know if you know who he is he's the um nixon distributor over there and oh fun the other name. <laughs> chappy adshade yeah great good great dude um, he, he took us out there and I remember we got harassed by some 
by some big ostriches in the mix. In yep. the mix once we got back on the beach too, which was funny. Yep, a lot of ostriches and baboons down there. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and had some epic sessions at dunes. Oh yes. Um, oh man, uh, yeah. I'll, maybe the most memorable beach break session of my life there, actually. Yeah, nice Quite. crystal blue barrels. Cold, but good. Yeah, so good. Um, <laughs> So now I'm just rambling on South Africa. I, I love Cape Town so much. No, it gives me a, it gives me a really good indication of the kinds of waves that fascinate you. I mean, let's be honest. We're always trying to make surfing easier, but if you really are honest, surfing's hard to do. And if you find something that lets you do it with accuracy and ease those things are powerful because we want to be precise in other words performance orientated and be in the right critical part of the wave on steep sections and enjoying those feelings so you need yeah we don't so often get the opportunity to find ourselves there so when we're there we want to be on the right piece of equipment and have what's in our head and our bodies translate properly into what what's gonna happen with the board and our positioning and Mm. That obviously takes practice and skill, but you know, <laughs> given what we've got on any given day, we want to we, we want to do the best we can with the, the combination of of that skill and equipment. It's funny. I I almost look at every surfboard the same, and then I definitely divide them in camps of like fun to ride, and then take skill to ride, but incredibly fun at the same time. In other words. Like if you could say weekender guys boards and then pros boards, that would be the wrong way to describe what I'm trying to say. It's like these boards mm-hmm. are made for good surfers doing good surfing and then these boards are for fun surfing by people that are looking to have fun but you can do good surfing on them but good surfers will never be able to do good surfing on them. Like this, this, the mechanics would just not fit into the waves properly but they will be fun. So if that's the distinction, I'm like, not everybody wants to sign up and do the hard thing. In other words, learn things the right way so they walk away with the right memories. Someone like you who does, it's very clear then what things we stay away from. Now, my job gets hard where it's like, well, I've got to give you enough volume so that you can even catch the wave needle and ride it. But if that comfort is built in, and I feel like I'm getting away with murder because of the asymmetric advantages, and those things mm-hmm. don't scale well within other programs. Let's just say it that way. But yeah, my confidence in being able to pack foam into the boards in a places where they're your best friends and not have it be overly boaty and dumb down the sensations where you don't want it is letting that balance come to the front so that we can stay in the dimensions and the realms of where things need to be tuned and tightened, performance-only driven that you can then get used to on every day and depend on on good days. So, like, that's my goal in working on the boards and the asymmetries. Yeah, I can't do without it. <laughs> I love it. Well, that's music to my ears. I'm, I'm just super excited to, to get this thing and try it out and, and just experience a new dimension of, of wave riding. So, um, No, I want to cut you off it. there. It's, it's not a new dimension of wave riding. It's the same wave riding with a new... Um, new glasses for the same sensations because I'm depending on your muscle memory 
But if I let you never dig rail on your heel as often and let you lay into your backside turn even harder because I know you can keep adding weight without taking it away, the sensations you already have will just look brighter. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> they enhance... Okay, so yeah, I like your analogy then. It's kind of like getting a new prescription for your glasses. I couldn't say it better and I was just at the eye doctor last week and yeah, as you get older, they say like this next five years of my life, he's like, you, you're going to feel like you're going blind because your eyes will deteriorate quickest now. And then they'll kind of hang for a long time. And it's been two years since I got new glasses, but I wear them all day, every day. And it's, um, it was kind of interesting. I was like, wow, there it is. I can see clearly. And it's not that I couldn't. It's just like the details get even more precise and it's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. It was funny, and yeah, I, I I was questioning. I'm like, do you wear do you wear glasses? And he's like, no, I I I'm blessed. I'm an optometrist that I, that he doesn't wow. need glasses. <laughs> That's interesting. Well, I didn't even know those existed. Yeah, he's like, man, if it's really dark at night, I'll put on a pair. If it's a neighborhood, I don't know, and I'm trying to read street signs. But nope, he's got good vision. Yeah, Doctor Peterson's amazing. Um, that, that's funny, man. Hey. Uh, where I love the music. I actually just listened to that album because I happened to be uh, making myself a board. And so I was like, well, let me listen to your music as I'm coming into this conversation. And um, yeah, it was funny. I haven't listened to that live album and you know, I haven't studied that band in depth, but man, that was that was a real treat. Do you, do you play? No, I wish, man. It's a curse in my family that we never had any like musical talent passed down <laughs> from parents to me and my brother. And, um, you know, I could like dabble a little bit in a few things here and there, but I definitely don't have uh, like a, a regular musical habit that I that I do. Right. But I am like like live music and music is like the thing that just gets me going and and keeps me going. And I've invested a lot of time and energy and 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 finances into experiencing the best of of live music over the last I don't know like almost 20 years now that i think about it um, man that's fantastic 18 years so um, yeah that was a real I, musician's album like in other words like the musicianship is really to the next level and then listening to those songs that we know played live and you're like wow this this is how good this band really is <laughs> yeah they're so good man have you have you ever watched that that recording before the the live recording on video no but it sounds like it's worth doing because you know, oh you yeah the crowd it just getting behind it to a whole other level yeah if you loved listening to the album watch it i mean it's renowned as one of the you know top five best live concerts ever recorded by a lot of people and uh it's just highly entertaining and euphoric and so artistic and um yeah i think you would you get pretty into it Sounds good. All right. Well, I'm glad we chatted. Your initial fascination with the radar was interesting. And like I said, I would build you that board and I would trust that beyond except for the frustrations of unless you get your right, your, your feet in the right place every time, which I don't say you're not going to do. There's there's some potential to be, um, I love this board on three waves, but I rode five of them by virtue of whatever that change was as opposed to something that's relevant both now and in 20 years because it's got enough volume to work throughout that range, but just also the way you approach surfing. If you get on this board and get off of this board, 
or you neglect it for a month or three, like the the learning curve or the disconnect going back to it and back from it is going to be near zero only because the science and the mechanics are, I wouldn't say conservative, but they're calculated and they're precise as opposed to like the radar's got this. Yeah, the radar's got this crazy bottom on it, which I really like, but I embrace that more for like fun summery days maybe or really good barrel waves mm-hmm. where you're like getting to play and, and walk away with these sensations. And the rails are really chined, which I really love. But like I say, listening to your project, getting on and off of it, you know, between other boards and hopefully throwing short boards or traditional boards in, it's like it, it makes t- total sense. And, and the value of that asymmetry will, I wouldn't say last longer, but maybe in this project be something that you can go to and from amongst your other boards with a more um, feeling the benefit without it getting in the way. Well, I love it. I feel very confident and assured in your vision and uh, I'm, I'm really excited. And ultimately at the end of the day, you know, you're an artist and the art that you're creating gets me really stoked and I'm excited to, to ride what you create. Oh, thanks Nathan that's kind yeah my honor it's uh it's such a fun thing I, I can't believe I get to do this every day like it's fun building stuff and then it's fun building stuff that people use and then it's fun building stuff that people use and they love and then it's fun building stuff that people use and they love and then they get to share not only the boards but like these conversations and the um not even the knowledge but like the intent behind some of the designs and you know we all learn together and we grow forward and we're having more fun than we've ever had yeah, it's beautiful. I mean, you're you're helping people enjoy something that they love, and you get to be creative in something that you love. And it seems like you don't ever let things really get stale, and you're always seeking the next and the next bit of knowledge. And that's uh, that's an admirable trait. So, oh, uh, yeah, what do you do? Up. Oh man, so I. I have a company, maybe you've heard of it. It's called Shark Band. Um, it's yeah. a shark turn device. Yeah, that's worn on the ankler wrist. And yeah, I have one. <laughs> oh, you do? <laughs> Shit, yeah. I invented that. Um, that was my that's crazy. creation. About yeah, I have a yellow one. Ago. With the magnets Sorry, in it. Right? I have a yellow one. Yep, it's got exactly. little, the magnets in it, yeah. Classic, yeah. Um, wow, well, I'll have to send you a new one. <laughs> So, I mean, did you go? What's been your, what's been your experience with it? Where have you used it? How long have you had it? Uh, good question. Um, I my experience is, I mean, I grew up in South Africa, so you know, sharks are a huge problem, especially when I was growing up. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, for me, I, I don't know what it's doing, but psychologically, you've made a choice to do something. And I've always said I can trust my gut or my intuition when I'm in the water. And I've definitely at times when I'm like, mm, something doesn't feel right. And I get out the water and either see a shark or have a shark siren go off or something like that. And then at times when you feel it and you don't listen and then that happens and you prove yourself to have listened to, rather have listened to your instinct. So psychologically putting that on, I don't know whether it works, but at least my mind says I've best prepared. So yeah, there's been times where it's been like, oh, yeah, I'll embrace that. And then times where it's like, oh, well, because I don't have it or I haven't embraced it, or if I had it and didn't put it on, 
would I then be more nervous? It's been a good exercise product aside of just trusting, building that relationship with your intuition. So maybe this mm. like the science and psychology, it's like product aside, that's brilliant, you know, just bringing stuff to the front of your mind um, would be my, my assessment. And I have won it for sure. That's really cool to hear you say that. And it's an intuitive way of looking at it. That's how I established my relationship initially with the idea of creating it was, okay, well, if I'm thinking about this anyways, mm. the idea of shark, if I'm out here thinking about this, well, if there's something I can create that's simple, horrible, and it's not going to hinder performance, mm. and if it, it, even if it's going to reduce the chance by 50% or 20% that I'll be bitten over somebody not having this or me not having it, then why wouldn't I wear it? And then if I've got it on, it allows me to think less about the fact that I'm not, that there's nothing I can do and that I'm just out here totally vulnerable, then maybe I'll focus more on other things that are more enjoyable to think about. Mm -hmm. No, I mean, I think that's, um, it's like doing due diligence. It's like, it's like, did you have a bad day because you didn't meditate or do you beat yourself up because you meditated too long? It's like, well, the point was <laughs> to get your mind in the right place. So that's the relationship with your mind now is at, at issue, not what you did or didn't do. And it's the same thing, you know, like that relationship. Hmm. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, like it narrows the uh, it narrows the spectrum of things that you could be upset with yourself or with the scenario over and limits it down to just what's in your own head. Yeah, I mean, surfing's the same way, isn't it? Like the conversation you have with yourself within a session, it learn within a good or bad session or whether you can regroup throughout a session is really important. Yeah, I mean, I can say personally, the day that I was at Dunes, um, my brother and I had to get out of the water because we saw white and then we sat on the beach for 20 minutes and because we both had the device and we didn't see the shark anymore, we both went back out. But if I hadn't have had it, I don't know if I would have been able to regroup and, and go back out. Yeah. But maybe, I, who knows, maybe I still would have because the waves were so good. Yeah, that crystal clear uh, water and good waves, it's funny. <laughs> yeah, hard to walk away from, but it definitely helped a lot in that situation. And I've been able to surf in some places like along the east coast of the U.S., like in the Outer Banks, around like fishing piers and stuff at night for full moon sessions or under the spotlights of the pier because I had that on and having witnessed it working so many times on the different shark species that live in those areas, then I know that I'm at least putting myself in a, in a good position and a safer position where I feel like I can go out and and do and surf it and and know that if a shark comes to investigate me, that it's probably going to bugger off. So mm. um, that's been a good empowering thing, and you know. It's a wild ride being in this business, man, because, you know, you have so many people who want to be detractors or naysayers who just don't 
I maybe just don't get the logic of it, you know? I mean, ultimately, it's still a safety device. It's still something that's got its flaws, and it's never perfect, just like any other safety device. But, yeah, we're, we're here. Like, I created this to help people, and and that's what it's there for. And it's just funny, the, the backlash that some people will get because we'll give you because it's not perfect. You know, nothing's perfect. Yeah. It's funny that you bring up a good point of like, it's um, the fact that you've seen the science working is, is great and obviously you're presenting that case, but it's almost like, okay, I've done due diligence. I'm going to wear this to best protect myself, which maybe then puts you in a more relaxed state and the energy mm-hmm. that your body's putting out there mentally and physically even just that alone is a is an asset <laughs> as opposed to being yeah, out there alone. yeah yeah <laughs> like like now yeah. n- now whether the product's working or not once again like your whole body could be more tense or whatever it is it's it's really interesting it's like people telling you what fins do on a surfboard it's like i'm i could explain a fin pretty well maybe but i try not to because like i can't trust anybody and like even the 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 data analysis and all those kinds of things like there's intuitive theory being applied but to really go out there and say what something's doing it's like man like like you can't possibly know all that's going on like you can't possibly know how sharks think but there's intuition and theory and then you apply them and present a case and make a product best you can (laughs) yeah you do the best you can and then you keep evolving it as you learn more and you know there's a point where you say at the beginning you're like okay I know enough to know that this is a this is a, a net benefit, so I'm going to put it out there. And there's always the caveat that hey, like this is an ongoing project because sharks are wild animals and they're wild environment, and we simply don't know as human beings every scenario how a shark's going to react and behave, and we probably never will mm. because the ocean's a dynamic, ever-changing environment. So we're just going to do the best we can, you know, be aware that. You're, you're you're not in a in a bubble here or anywhere else so did you um, read that article about all the um, the whites leaving south africa and they reckon because the hound sharks are being fished out and they were eating those hound sharks yeah it's really fascinating and because initially there was a lot of talk that they were leaving because of the killer whales yeah. coming and eating them and you know i there's a lot of sound evidence science for that being a valid theory but then yeah this new theory about the other eating the other sharks and those getting fished out i mean that has a lot of validity too so you know never just one thing so my guess the combination of, of a variety of things yeah absolutely yep always changing it's it's interesting for sure yeah it's, it's tough for the tourism industry for that down there and for the scientists and then baffling my part of my theory is that they all went to cape cod because there was more seals and more more protections there, and they just, you know, they all of a sudden found this new little zone they could go hang out in, and some of them went up there. That's funny, yeah. I mean, they, they are migrating around the world, so it's funny, though, because there's, a lot of those sharks were tagged, so they theoretically should be able to find them. <laughs> yeah, that is an interesting aspect of it. It's like, I, I wonder... Well, you guys spend so much time tagging them, then why can't you track where they went? Yeah, that's funny. Unless those don't last as long, but yeah, the studies should have had some info. Yeah. 
Yeah, have you spent any time in the water diving with sharks? No, my ears are my ears are screwed. I I I used up all my ear mm. potential body surfing and surfing in Cape Town in the wind. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't do the dive thing just trying to keep my ears alive. Maybe they're so bad, but no, I I I've never done that. I mean, I've definitely gone snorkeling and diving and stuff, but not not full on like like people do. Got it, got it. Well, yeah, I have a couple of buddies like that too that have to just stay like above 10 feet. Yep. So they can experience being under the water, but they can't dive down. So. Yeah, it really sucks. Yeah, my... Part of the ocean that I don't get to play in, but it's, I mean, just is what it is. Yes, indeed. Well, um, I am really stoked to get this started. Um, do you want me to send you, do you want to send me an invoice or something? And, I can. Yeah. Um, I'll send you, you an invoice. Work? Absolutely. I'll, I'll send you an invoice and then um, I got your FedEx number. So that'll be really easy. That's rad. And yeah, I'm going to build that. I'm going to build this board tomorrow. Hence having the conversation oh, wow. close to it. I do. Yeah. No boards are rushed. And also, I don't want to come in here and guess. So yeah, I shaped this morning, I glassed one this afternoon. And I'll shape yours in the morning and go right into glassing it. So, yeah, it's fun. Hey, sorry, I lost you for a sec. Oh, yeah, I'm back. Yeah, I'll send you an invoice um, and um, we'll go from there. Probably box over weekend if all goes according to plan. And then I'll just send you your tracking number when I drop that in the mail or drop that off at FedEx. It'll be Monday or Tuesday next week. And, yeah, you'll have it before you know it. Oh, it's beautiful. I love the way you work. Yeah, you're going to take the order and talk through it with someone. Better to keep it fresh in the mind and go ahead and and buy it right then rather than try to recall it later. So nice work. Yeah, well, it's Thanks. it's all about systems, you know, like I'm a one-man show over here, which is great. It, that has its value, but it also then, you know, there's, there's parts that I can't leverage. So it's like, okay, set up the system and it's like, okay, I'm working on these two boards this week. I know exactly from color to fins to rocker and rails and then it's just a fun thing about going by going throughout the day working on them but um yeah just you know it's it's funny like if you tell people they have to wait four weeks for a board that would be one thing but if if you call them three weeks into it and say okay thanks for waiting now your board will take a week doesn't make sense because they're not used to hearing that but that's the reality of how the system's working so yeah no it's it's all good I've been gathering some good. of these conversations and actually I've been, for one, they're interesting, but it's too good interesting to go back on and actually put one on the podcast last week. And gosh, the feedback's been incredible because people, it was just, I mean, his, the guy's story was actually pretty interesting. Ends up, he was, he's a volleyball coach, professional volleyball coach. And we went into like technique and performance and that kind of stuff. But he snowboarded for years and he was real front foot heavy, but the feedback's been incredible from people listening to that because they can hear their own story within someone else's, you know, and it becomes yeah, like a yeah, lot yeah. of these things you discuss get answered through somebody else's eyes, which is really interesting and um, refreshing because you're like, yeah, we're, we're all learning together. Like some of the things aren't applicable, but some of them you don't have to go five years learning. You just, oh, pick that up and adjust it for yourself. So, yeah, that's been a joy to share. 
Yeah, it's a pleasure for you, I'm sure, to have that podcast and to be able to connect with a lot of people with their stories. And that's the beauty of podcasting that I've discovered a few years ago. I really started listening to them in earnest is that you, you can feel so connected to somebody through listening to their story on that that you can feel like you're friends with them or something like that yeah. that you've never even even met. And it's just this, like, this, this way that people, you know, a lot of people can be avid communicators and be very articulate in the podcast and they're challenged to do so and it um it really enhances the, the communication on, in a way that's even better than if you were just hanging out with somebody in person sometimes and you learn a lot and you can connect really really instantly with a lot of things that are said so mm. um yeah i appreciate that a lot and yeah i mean i don't know if i've said anything revelatory today but you're welcome to use it for whatever you like oh thank you yeah, you know what it is. It's it's um, the sim- like the simplicity of like going through a week, observing things that you're learning and watching conversations come up, and there's little themes that pop up throughout the week. And it's you know like making a dedicated effort to sit down and put an episode together that's due for production or whatever it is. It's like you know constantly this week the theme that kept coming up is like just take time to go surfing like. And it's not that cliche, like, even if you don't feel like it, it'll it'll be worth it. It's like, no, 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 I always feel like surfing, but knowing the value of why it's important to me is my own story. And believing in that, instead of trying to tell a story to convince somebody else that it's important, it's like, I know it's important to me, so do it for me. <laughs> and, like, just telling myself that in front of a microphone is probably refreshing mm. for somebody else to hear because that's that's this week's been been really paying attention to that because you're self, surfing such a solo activity then why not have a solo responsibility with it for yourself because it rubs off onto others mm. very wise i'm not sure it's wise i just think it's rudimentary but it quickly gets forgotten <laughs> well a thought is rooted in wisdom that you don't learn until you're old enough to at least have gained some of that. <laughs> well, as we grow together. Nathan, it was a pleasure. Um, I'll be in touch. I'll hit you yeah, up if I pleasure. need anything. Uh, we're good with futures, yeah? Say again? We're good with futures fins, right? Um, whatever you think will work better with the design. Yeah, perfect. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm a futures fan and... Um, had really good success uh, funny enough do you have p6s no i can get them though or if you have them you can just charge me for them and include them yeah perfect uh, yeah and that's the thing is like because we're going narrow in the outline these pivotal fins have been i mean the others felt good but from day in and day out and getting the board more vertical same dynamics just like having a little more release on the top part of the turn now that sounds like a uh-huh. gimmicky thing, but the same board with different fins, the top part of the turn felt way easier to get to. So yeah, that's been refreshing. So the P6s has been what I've been designing it around um, with good Very results. Well. Perfect, yeah, I'll take your rack on that. Just uh, include them in the package and the invoice. That'll be perfect. Perfect, all right, mate. Um, will your address be on the invoice that you sent me? It it should be, yeah, it'll be my house address because um, my FedEx account's put through that. So I'm pretty sure that's on there, yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. I'll, I'm going to send you a little package of a few different things. Oh, thanks. You're very kind. Um, 
if it's not on there hit me up and i'll send it over but yeah that'll be fun use the home as the mailing address rather than the shop yeah sounds good and i know you're a busy man with kids and such but if you uh find yourself a day or two to get up here to go out surf on the island it would be a treat to hang with you and get to show you some, some special spots wow that's uh, a gracious offer if it's not soon we'll connect down the road for sure but yeah, it's that's part of the coast that I've not explored and know. It's just, uh, it'll probably remind me a lot of home. So it's one of those like, want to do it, but don't want to do it, but look forward to it at the same time. <laughs> so thanks. Uh, it'll it'll enchant you in many ways and that you probably haven't been enchanted in a while. It's my favorite, probably my favorite place on the planet to be out it. in. And it's like going back in time and, uh, yeah, from everything from the waves to the landscape to the purity of the water and the wildlife that you see out there. It's uh, very special. So Very cool. I know you would appreciate it and nothing. I, think I, I just get more stuff than anything else in my life just to take people out there who I know will appreciate it just to get, stuff to get on it. So uh, I know that you would definitely be in that camp. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thanks. appreciate that. All right, Donnie. Well, such a pleasure chatting with you man i really appreciate all the time and energy and effort can't say how much i, I admire your artistry and craft and i am so pumped to get this thing so uh yeah man i'll, I'll be in touch with you and uh look forward to staying in touch all right appreciate it thanks Evan. bye all right cheers Evan. bye